Game on. Now, summer is finally here. Nice weather, sunshine kicking off. Sunshining. What a wonderful day. Bob Marley. Um, Rasta vibes. What I want to go with, because we've got the Rasta vibes going on, we've got the Bob Marley in the background. Now, summer's one of those things when you can either win it or lose it. And it comes with seasons all the time. I always think the winter season's one of those seasons. Summer. And then you've got spring and then autumn. Well, spring and autumn, I think, are pretty easy. You yeah. can, mm. you haven't got as many social <clears throat> events on. You tend to have more time more to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Whereas when it kicks into summer, summer's one of those things when you've got a mental schedule. If you've got friends. If you haven't got friends, you'll probably go to the gym and stay in shape. So this is for people with a big social life and a lot of friends. So it doesn't apply to me. However, what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll over to Fion and talk about what what the reasons are why people struggle over summer and then we'll move on to Luke yeah for some valid input yeah and he's going to come in with some absolute cannonballs hopefully let's go hopefully so summer is hard because obviously throughout the year we all work throughout the year we all socialize throughout the year we all do our hobbies etc but more so during the summer it's about the socializing the weather's nice sun's shining if you're near the sea you're down the beach two three times a week swimming there's beer gardens to be going to there's summer parties barbecues there's so many things that go on during summer because everyone's got more opportunity the weather's nicer like i say so it's hard because priorities get thrown out the window i think priorities is the biggest word that people need to keep focused on over the summer you know if you've set yourself a goal in terms of changing your body whether it's um the way you think about your body, the way that your body looks or the way that your body performs and moves, that needs to be a priority. And the social events, the the nights out, the barbecues, etc., can still be installed within your routine and still be part of your life. But it's having those priorities set in and saying, when am I going to do the non-negotiables? When am I going to train? When am I going to prep my food and eat well so that I can relax at the barbecues? Am I making sure I'm getting enough rest and recovery? Because that's a massive thing as well during the summer, later nights. But one of the things that people forget is we've all got to work within that as well. You know, we all have jobs. So it can get quite overwhelming having all of these different things on. And you actually say it really well, Luke, is pick your nights out, pick your events. You know, don't be... It's very easy to be the person who does it all. And that is, unless you're someone who is in like mega, mega control of your life, that is the thing that's going to bring you back down the garden path to the point where you're probably where you started again. It's going to be harder to get started, say, September, October time when that comes round. So pick your social events, get them scheduled in the diary, but also get your time for self-development and improvement stick in the diary as well because it's easy to be an afterthought. I talk a lot about this with my cardiac patients um, that I work with for the NHS, and a lot of them... I want to say at least 85% of them don't exercise pre-coming to me and they have to do one session a week for seven weeks. And I say one of the easiest ways for you to actually install that new habit, which would be maybe walking, cycling, swimming, weight-based training, is to actually get it in a diary and say, look, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, this is just an example, at 10 a.m. I'm going to be at this place, this gym, doing this bout of exercise for this long. There's your routine. Bam. There's nothing else that gets in the way of that. Now, obviously, life is hard and different, but if you've actually got that set out in a plan, you're, percentage-wise, probably 85%, 90% more likely to follow it. 
And I'll jump in quickly with that, is that's why the hybrid model that we do works so well, because one-to-one coaching, unless you are absolutely minted, it's a massive expense to spend three times a week. So on average, you're going to go one twice a week. You're then expected to do another one or two sessions on your own. Those sessions never really happen. So what happens is you end in the conveyor belt of just doing one to two sessions a week with barely any results. With the hybrid model that we do, the group-based model, because people come three times a week, they get such a better result. Massive, massively better. You've got a coach pushing you at each session. You know you're coming to a set session, a set time, and a set day. That's what works really well. Yeah. So over to Luke. So what we're going to say, mate, is that you've got these people that are just pathetic, basically, mm. that they're whining, they're moaning, and they're saying that they can't go to the gym. They're going to give up, right? Right. First and foremost, giving up's not an option, is it? Oh, absolutely not. You've got to carry on, haven't you? What happens if you don't train? Well, if you don't if you don't train, you basically yeah, you basically well, shrink, shrink or yeah. expand, depending on which one you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, again, this is this is obviously a le- you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't want a bit of fun and lighthearted banner. So anything we say, take it with a pinch of salt. The majority of stuff we say is, is joking based. So for any Karen's out there, they're gonna get triggered by this. Mm. It's probably ain't the podcast for you, so I'd switch off at minute five fifty-four. <laughs> yeah. Then we'll go into the tough stuff. So you, you've got a client and they're on the fence. They're thinking mm. summer's coming. I've got a couple of holidays booked up, yep. school holidays. So Luke, uh, this is me. I'm, I'm basically Elaine, right? You know, I've looked great. Thanks very much for the training. But basically, I'm going to park it for summer for the next two or three months. Right. I'm just going to enjoy the summer. I'm going to drink a load of Prosecco. Probably going to eat a load of barbecues, some dry cured meats, some olives, some feta, a bit of parma right. ham. Right. Yeah. Cool. Do you want to get going with what? The breadsticks and hummus. Cool. Nice. And then not train, can't be bothered, sit around and just moan about my husband with all my other mates, and I'll see you in three months. Right. What's the solution? What's the solution? Well, so as we are great coaches, <laughs> I would coach her and say, let's. Let's think of a plan. So like what uh, Fionn said, we come up with a plan, plan in advance, yeah. still train at least, you know, three three times a week because uh, it's coming close to summer. It'll be hot, you know, it would be tiring. Um, and with, because the, sco- uh, the schools of kids off, so it'll be, uh, it'll be a lot harder to get into the gym, which I understand. So therefore you could do more outdoor activities Boom. altogether. So for example, maybe do swimming together, works the full body. You could do cycling, works the legs very well. Do a bit of running outside, perfect weather for it. Simple as that. Or just increase pumping your partner. Deal, deal, That's deal, not a bad deal bedroom option. sessions over time, I keep you in shape. Keep your cardio th- going. The old 30 on, 30 off. And I don't mean 30 minutes back, I mean 30 seconds. That's what you're getting for. So, I mean, that's the thing. 30 seconds on, 30 minutes off. It's the recovery time, 30 minutes. Well, 30 days off. The point is, is that you have to come when you when you start training and you start eating healthier, you reduce the amount you drink and the way your lifestyle is. You're changing the person you are. You're not the person that goes out every single weekend and does a five a.m. kitchen sessions mm. or naked off a bottle of wine midweek and then wondering why you've got a banging headache and you've got no motivation. You're probably then going to spend a bit more time with people that have got energy and want to do more things that are not physical, but more active lifestyle. So you probably want to go for walks. You Mm. want to go for hikes. Who knows? You might want to go horse riding. You know, there's loads of things you can do. Tennis, you know, multiple things. But you can't just suddenly stop that 
and then think you could pick it back up again where well, you can, but then you're going to be a lot harder to get back into it. Yeah. I've, I think even harder. Mm. I think, would oh, you yeah. say, if I stop now training, same with the business, I always relate to the business because for me, fitness isn't a negotiable. It's like a non-negotiable. Mm. It's, it's mad for someone to say, stop going to the gym. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like someone telling me not to go to sleep. I just think it's ridiculous. Mm. But that's just the, my mindset and our mindsets. But for the people that may be not as into the gym, yeah, it's going to be harder because you're going to remember the weights you lifted, how fit you felt. You're mm. not going to get the muscle ache, the doms. You're, you're not going to look as good. And then you're going to remember how you felt and how you looked when you were training, which then means you've got to go through all that pain again and all that kind of strain with lifting the weights. When you get to a certain point, I think you hit the sweet spot. Yeah. And I think the actual training becomes really enjoyable. Oh, of course it does. Yeah. Because all of us can have conversations in the gym. We can all exercise. Yeah, get sweaty, get a bit of muscle burn, get some progression. But it doesn't feel like I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. Whereas when you're first training for the first time, it's, it's all coming back to you again. Yeah, definitely. It's also the thing as well, you know, you're saying about... Um, hanging out with people who are maybe a bit more active going for more walks and things like this you know just because you're doing some kind of fitness doesn't mean you can't do the stuff in between you know find yourself a route go for a pub lunch walk from point a to point b pub lunch there have whatever you like come back you're back in the car you've maybe done three four hours of walking but you've done maybe an hour and a half of socializing at the pub pint you know a little bit of lunch light lunch and then walk back that's 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 part of the social but you're also getting the activity in beach barbecue get it down there get in the sea have a swim paddleboard kayak come back cook your food you know you don't have to stand in the garden and sink 10 pints on a wednesday evening just because you're having your barbecue go down the beach get it if you haven't got a paddleboard just go for a swim there's rental places you know there's there's opportunity there to still enjoy yourself but do things that are not necessarily going to progress you forwards, but maintain over the summer. That's what we're massive on because we know that people have less time. We know that people, people's kind of gym and activity isn't a priority to them, which is fine. We're different. That's what we enjoy. But for other people, I'd even say I'm probably more left than these two. Yeah. I do enjoy the social probably a little bit more than I enjoy the gym. That's fine. But I know for a fact that if I don't go to the gym, I'd be a hypocrite. I wouldn't have any progress in myself. And actually, when I'm up here, I do enjoy it. But I know for a fact that I'd probably six out of ten times choose the beer garden than I would choose the gym. And that's fine. But it's about having some form of discipline and having the balance between it as well. And I think that's what worked well with us three is we've all got different points of view. He's the middleman. He's heavy on it. I'm a bit more relaxed. And that's a good thing. But you want to find out how you're going to maintain balance over the summer, how you're going to keep yourself committed, have a goal and have a purpose. And if you can't do that, shameless plug, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Just reach out. It's, it's another, it's, it's a game of decisions, isn't it? Every day you're making choices. You're making choices what time you get up. Do you hit snooze? Do you not hit snooze? Do you drink a pint of water? If you're getting to my age, you probably should be doing some mobility every single day, whether it's five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Do you then go for a walk? Do you do an hour's block of work? Now it's nice weather. Do you get up earlier if you're working from home? This isn't going to apply to everyone. If you've got shift work, there's nothing you could do about that. You know, all the NHS nurses out there, I know you're repping the crew and you're very 
overnight shifts and things like that, like, you know, night work, bloody mm. hell. Yeah, I mean, mental. Sarah comes in after a night shift. I yeah. mean, I've got mad respect for that. Yeah, she, she drives over at 7 o'clock. Straight to the gym. Straight to the gym, yeah, mate. That, that is a warrior. Yeah, that, that is a warrior. If I could think to myself, if someone, you don't have any excuse if you work a 9-5 job. Yeah. You can come in the morning or you come in the evening. If you're good, if you're doing that, yeah. nine five, mm. I don't care if you've got two kids. If you're doing nine five or two kids, you can still come to the gym or we you have, exercise um, from home. We have a client that comes who drives half an hour to the gym, who gets in here before I'm even in the gym. So like quarter past six, he's in here, does his hour session, then goes to work. Got two kids. He's got a partner. He works not a nine to five. He works more hours than a nine to five. Yeah. Then he goes home. And does all the stuff at home and stuff like that. And you just think, you're actually like, your day is probably like a, what, 16, 17 hour day in terms of up being up time. And I can imagine in his day, obviously we all do bits and bobs in between, which means we're not actually doing a lot for the for a little amount of time, pockets in the day. Yeah. But he's up for 16, 17 hours in the day. Ian, if you're listening, fair play to you, mate. Got mm. respect for it. Should we Absolutely. just start literally just, just saying how good clients are? Oh, Our clients yeah. are amazing. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Danny out there, <laughs> the stepper. Stop <laughs> doing that weird little <laughs> chest <laughs> pump, mate. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> I was just doing it because I was waiting for someone to say something. Yeah. What, what you, NHS crew, we got respect for you or something like that. I was nah, like, man. <laughs> Peace to my OGs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but what I think is you, you, your choice is you're making a choice to make an excuse. That's the problem. And yeah. there's people on socials and there's Muppets that train people and they'll make excuses for you. And if you want to go with that client, it goes, it's okay to not to not move. And I'm not saying exercise. Remember, I'm like not moving. If you've had a mad week of work and you are just absolutely bogged down and you can't cannot face the gym, then you go for a walk. There is nothing better than putting some music on, meeting a friend, having a bitch and a moan and doing 10, 15, 20,000 steps. Mm. There's nothing wrong with getting a good quality night's sleep and you don't need alcohol. You you what you need to do is have some accountability and realise that drinking alcohol every single day of the week or, you know, throughout the week is not gonna be good for you. No. And when you start breaking that habit, you break it and break it and break it, it becomes easier to break. The first few times are tough and you know, we all know it. And don't get me wrong, if I could, I could go to I would go to a music event every single Saturday. If I knew I didn't feel like shit Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. You know? But now I love it when I'm there. That is like my release. But I understand that that's kind of not a good release. So I do it once every six to eight weeks. Now, if I've got the control to do it, you've got the control back home. So that I just don't like this excuse mentality. I don't like this, you know, um, snowflake, the snowflake marshmallow what we will become where we make excuses about why we can't do stuff when there's multiples of people that have done it time and time again. Yeah. So to finish off on that, what we're saying is smash the summer, get in great shape, drop a ton of weight if that's your goal, build a ton of muscle if that's your goal, get fit for an event. Keep get, hydrated. Stay hydrated. I love that. <laughs> Would you want to add anything? I don't... Well. It's getting hotter, so you would want to keep hydrated. So it's a good opportunity. Look, we're talking that, about goals. We, we not... were motivating people. We were like, that was getting, I was getting inspirational. And then you right. jump in Drink with Drink some uh, water. We ain't fucking Drink leaving. some water. We ain't, we ain't leaving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so remember that, I've always wanted to do that with the microphone. The, remember that the, you set your goals. And if you're one of these people that just want to smash the summer, smash the summer, train four or five times. If you can still balance it with the family and your work and enjoy yeah. your social, Smash it, you know, be on top of your calories, 
be on top of your protein, you know, and do it. But if you're one of those people in between that are kind of thinking, shall I park it or shall I not? If you're on that fence, do not park it. If you park it, it's going to be hard to get going again. Yeah. I can guarantee you now, and you will kick yourself in two to three months' time when you've gained a stone or you've gained two stone or you feel like a bag of crap. Mm. I'm going to let Feedor go end this one. Well said. As always, if it was an enjoyable podcast and you took some bits from it, let us know. We always like to feel some support, feel people reaching out. If you feel like someone needs to hear this, because over the summer you know that it's all going to go to for them, then share it with them. Share it on your socials. Give us as much love and, and support as possible. We always appreciate it. And we, be, we will be back next week with another brand new show.